Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. A New York state judge has ordered former President Donald Trump to pay a whopping $355 million, also temporarily banning him from doing business in the state of New York. Uh, let's go straight to Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge Napolitano, what do you make of this decision? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it being reversed in the appellate division, Rita and, uh, and John. Justice uh, Engeron has been appealed six times in this case, two before the trial and four during the trial. And in all six cases, he was reversed. I mean, the fundamental error here is the statute is profoundly unconstitutional because it seeks a remedy where there is no wrong. Uh, Nobody was harmed uh, a nickel. Everybody was paid back. In fact, the bank that he supposedly uh, deceived had officers on the witness stand who said under oath we would do business with them again tomorrow. This is the problem with a runaway legislature. Now, the statute's 100 years old, but the legislature 100 years ago gave one of Letitia James' predecessors the power to sue whoever that predecessor wanted just because the person was wealthy, uh, whether or not the person actually harmed anyone. This is not the way the American system is supposed to work. Where there's a wrong, there's a remedy. Where there's no wrong, where there's no harm, the court and the legislature cannot require a remedy. And everybody, we're talking to Judge Andrew Napolitano, Ed Cox. And over that 100-year period, attorney generals of New York State used it very, very carefully, only in very select cases that were not political, to run someone out of the financial sector who was really doing harm and would not challenge the constitutionality of the statute. And the, so, so this, this is... This that, is a, that is correct. This was a blatantly political use of the statute by a woman who promised when she was running for office... She would get him. She would sue him. She would make life miserable for him. Why? Because she doesn't like his politics, because she doesn't like his wealth. She doesn't like his personality, whatever it is. None of those things is a valid basis to use the power of the state to extract wealth from somebody who's lawfully legitimately acquired it. You know, uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano, I was looking this up. This is interesting. And I think uh, I think you and I were working together during all this. O.J. Simpson was found civilly liable for killing two people. Remember, this was the civil trial. The Correct. deaths of Nicole Brown uh, and Ron Goldman. The court found him $33 million as a penalty there in that case, right? Remember again, for killing two people. And yet here is Trump on this business issue that's so questionable, and he's getting ordered to pay $355 million? Where's the yeah. justice? You, you, you make a, a great point. This just does not, unless you are blinded by hatred for Trump, because you don't like his politics, you don't like his personality, you're jealous of his wealth. 
this just strikes the average American, the typical New Yorker, as wrong, wrong, wrong. Who did he harm? Nobody. Nobody was harmed. The banks, as I said, all took the stand and said they would lend money to him again. It's a runaway legislature. It's a judge who should have invalidated the statute. It's profoundly unconstitutional. It's a judge who should have said, well, let's see, the Constitution guarantees a jury trial if $20 is involved. This is $364 million. There should have been a jury trial here. There should have been no trial here because this the statute is misguided and the and the prosecutor uh, was motivated by politics. And Tony Carbonetti. Right. If you had gone in front of a, a jury, you could make all these arguments. You could even show cases of default with some of the banks and say, hey, right. these people obviously overinflated the, the, uh, the uh, asset value. OK, this guy paid his loans. You know, Tony, the judge ruled before the trial started that as a matter of law, Trump was guilty of deception. So the only issue at trial was not did he do it. He never had a chance to take the stand and deny that he did it. The only issue at trial was how much money does he owe? The entire system was rigged against him. Look, I'm against, I'm not a New Yorker. I'm a New Jersey guy. I had a lifetime appointment to the bench. I'm in favor of judges being scrutinized for their legal skills and then appointed for life. I'm not in favor of judges and prosecutors running for office promising to get people because mm-hmm. this is the end result of that. Yeah, really scary. By the way, for the mm-hmm. record, um, you know, on the Fannie Willis case, I just want you to know, Judge Napolitano, remember yesterday she came out and said she likes Grey Goose and her lover, Nathan Wade, likes wine. Remember, we learned way too much about her that we. And so Tony today brought in Grey Goose vodka. As I a thought you were her. inviting her in. <laughs> I, I thought she was going to be here today. I was mistaken. A, a, Tony not only has a renowned sense of humor, he has a renowned sense of generosity. <laughs> I thought she was showing up today. I was wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> Get the bookers on that. <laughs> Judge Napolitano, thank you. Always great to have you here, my friend. Uh, pleasure, guys. Have a nice week and all the best. Take care. Thank you so much.